We bring in the head coach of the Cougars now, Kalani Satake. Kalani joining us here in our broadcast booth at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, where it was sold out tonight, uh, 63,470 on hand to watch another one go down to the wire, as these do, BYU and Utah. The Utes win it by a score of 19 to 13. Now, Coach Satake, now that you're up here and have had some time to settle with it a little bit, in a lot of ways it was a typical BYU-Utah game in that a team had a shot to win it, win the final possession, and that was you guys tonight. Hold on, Kalani. I don't think we have your mic ready to roll there. No, we'll uh, put this other mic on you instead, Kalani. We'll switch headsets. Hopefully that's okay. That one wasn't turned on, and this one certainly is. There we go. Can you hear us okay? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, just about the fact that uh, you did give yourself a shot to win this thing at the end here. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, if we could... It's all the coulda, shouldas, right? So uh, yeah, just a little, a just a little, just really disappointing in, in the outcome, and getting sick of having to apologize to BYU fans, you know, for um, for us not playing a full sixty minutes. But um, makes me sick that we didn't play our best, and um, I need to get this thing fixed. And so that's going to be the goal: get, make sure that when we play Wisconsin here next week, that it's a different outcome and that we play full 60 minutes and we play we start fast and finish and so um having the ball at the end i mean we felt like the momentum has shifted you know and and um just just had uh two drop balls didn't really help much you know so um i, th- I thought that uh i don't know i thought i felt like we had some good momentum but i had to evaluate all the film it, it, we didn't lose the game on that last drive we lost the game uh in the first half and and uh the parts that we really couldn't do much offensively and um, it keeps showing up. I believe we went 10 quarters without scoring a touchdown, you know, and um, just can't win when you do that. And so, yeah, just a lot of frustration right now, but we'll get it fixed. We have to. Boy, there were a lot of close, you know, when you're talking about uh, ifs and buts in this game. Uh, Treneman did a heck of a job to get to the open area on that kickoff return. And looks like he's going to be able to take that to the house and just one slap of the foot takes him down yeah game of inches and and i believe we didn't do anything with that drive went backwards and punted you know so um just just uh just not taking advantage of of um big plays and you know but it's it's a game of inches so a guy slaps a a foot and he falls down and um everything changes but we had the ball around midfield and a short field for once for us you know and um we just so many costly mistakes. The turnovers is just just that's ridiculous. You can't win many games when you do that. And we have a good defense. I, I was really proud of the way the guys played, um, especially defensively. They just played really hard. But we can't continue to put them in bad positions. We, you know, uh, short fields and things like that. Um, if if you have to drive eighty or seventy five yards to score on our defense, it's probably not going to work out well for you. But can't give them the ball. And, in the red zone already and you can't turn the ball over and um uh, we have to evaluate why that those happened and um and, and fix them and so it's really difficult for me to do that right now and, and associate all the i mean all the problems go directly to the quarterback first you know so uh, we understand that but we also have to look at, at all the other parts of it too you've coached <coughs> you've coached two rivalry games now against utah they've scored 20 they've scored 19 those are numbers you'd expect to be able to do some things with, and you've had eight takeaways in the two games and haven't gotten the results. And, and really it's a, it's been a situation where the offense just hasn't gotten into the rhythm they need for a game-long situation to give you guys the result you need to this point. Yeah, and, and um, 
you know, I, I, I think that uh, we relied heavily on Jamal last year to, to get us out of some, some issues, you know. But when you don't have a solid run game, and I believe Jamal was banged up last year in the game. Yeah, so yeah. um, uh, when, when you don't run the ball effectively as an offense, um, it's really tough sledding. It's tough to win games, you know. So um, the fact that, that uh, I, I don't know, we couldn't get much movement on the run at all. And I think we we put Ula in there, and he kind of charged us up a little bit, you know. And uh, we just got we got behind in points, and we had to catch up a little bit and play some two-minute offense and um, just not the way that uh, we wanted to execute tonight at all. Ula was the spark uh, when he came in. He had all the plays. He had ran all the plays in the short field touchdown that uh, that he ended up scoring. He had five carries tonight. If you think he is the guy he is, how many carries should he have next week against Wisconsin? Yeah, he's he's going to be our running back, and so he's he's a guy that um, we we knew going into this um, fall camp that he was going to be a guy that was going to be uh, important for us in the run game. The problem that we had was the he was. I mean, I, I think it's okay for me to say he was banged up during camp and missed a lot of camp time and practice time. So yeah. uh, we feel like he's finally come back and, and he's getting close to 100%, you know. So um, he's got to be a guy for us, and, and, um, and we'll see how it, how it all works together. But I, I think for him it's just to get enough reps so he can be an every-down guy and he can be in there regardless of when of uh, what the down distance, or wh- whether it's two-minute or four-minute. Did you plan to play him only in the second half tonight? No, I think it just – I don't know how many plays we got in the first half, but I don't know if we got enough momentum and things going right away. Um, I think we we planned on him playing early. Did he not enter until the I third I think he quarter? played until the second half. I think, yeah. I think Kavika and Smalley yeah. got everything in the So we're going to have to evaluate everything. And um, whether it's personnel or scheme or um, – I mean, top to bottom, that's my job is to evaluate all of it. Um, thought we had a good handle on everything until uh, until the game tonight. You know, so – Obviously, got to go back and, and go back to the drawing board and see what we can do to improve, and so we can win games and give us a chance to win games. Three games in, coach, uh, you're starting to figure out who's who, right? And uh, are you able to evaluate your personnel well enough, or you're still it's still things that are open in different areas? No, I think I think we have a good handle on on our on our personnel, um, especially defensively. We feel really comfortable with our front seven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had to shift some guys around um, with targeting penalties and other things, but we feel really comfortable with our defensive group, um, with personnel and scheme. Offensively, we need to we need to look at some things, and, and I thought we had a good handle on it. And um, but I don't. I've said it before in the in the press conference. I don't want to associate all the problems and blame it on one thing. It could be a combination of a bunch of stuff, and so we'll have to look at it. And I I just need to get get it fixed and then um that, that that's i don't know how else to say it but from from all aspects top to bottom we'll have to evaluate it all miss field goal in portland state game miss short field goal tonight to kick off out of bounds when you try and go mid distance so there have been some letdowns in the kicking game that probably surprised you based on how they kicked it in camp yeah really disappointed in that i i thought johnny punted pretty well you know um didn't didn't run a fake punt when we didn't have one called. However, the first yeah. punt that he kicked was really one that he should have taken off. On. Well, I mean, that's I think I think he made the wise decision. Yeah, you know, I agree to, with you though. Trying to keep our our, our defense um, just flip the field and play field yeah. position a little bit, and that's what he does best, you know. But I'm really disappointed that we missed that field goal. I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine. I think he he might have pulled it. Um, uh, I believe it missed left, and so I have to look at it again and. Uh, you know, I thought our kickoff cover team covered really well yeah. downfield and, and made them. We pinned them back 
pretty good, you know, and um, disappointed in, in that that we were just trying to put the ball in play. I mean, I think they they gave us the look that we were looking for right right away and uh, just kicked the ball out of bounds, which um, yeah. which when they punted it put us on the nine yard line rather than possibly you know give us a little bit more space and things yeah. like that. But uh, all of that combined is why we lost. And um, uh, like I said, I'm getting sick of apologizing to the BYU fans for it. And so uh, things need to happen. We'll take a break. Uh, closing comments from the coach straight ahead. Utah wins at 19-13 to here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Provo's Lavelle Bridge Stadium. We're a sold-out crowd. Watched Utah hold off BYU by a score of 19-13 to tonight. Uh, BYU got the ball back about 90 yards away, a little more than a minute to go, and uh, just couldn't move the chains, the needed times to keep this thing going to the end. Utah was able to kneel it out and uh, take a seven-straight win over the Cougs. 19-13 to is our final score. Final moments now with the head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake. And you go from uh, from one team, will probably be ranked this next week, Utah, to a team that already is and has been in Wisconsin. And they've looked good in their first couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think, the, are they in the top ten? I can't they were ranked ninth coming into today. Yeah, so I mean, I'm <clears throat> just really grateful that we had a great crowd tonight, and um, they they helped us get through some t- some tough times, you know. So hopefully they can uh, give us that edge again next week, and uh, we can put out a better product than what we did tonight. So I, I'm looking forward to that game, and can't wait to get moving on that. And obviously going to fix some things that we that we need to get corrected from this game. But um, I'm looking forward to ha- having it being at home again next week. Now, the spread offense that Utah ran, uh, was it hard for your scout team to kind of assimilate it? Was it, you know, it's just so much quicker as you get to game time? Um, no, I, I thought I thought we, you know, Portland State is very similar, you know, but um, I thought, um, you know, we had Austin Kofens just give us a good look at quarterback. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, I, I, I just don't think that defensively I was happy with the way they played. I, I thought... Uh, they weren't perfect, you know. Um, we we I think we forced three fumbles, got two of them, and um, but there's some there's some things that we can fix there. I mean, when you when you lose these type of games, you just look try to sure. pick on everything, and but they can play better. And, and uh, I just I think a lot of credit has to go to the way Utah played the game. They they, they uh, the quarterback is really elusive and and found ways to just move around and even get rid of the football instead of being second and 17 or second and 10. And yeah. that's just really smart. He, he's played a really smart game. And uh, Wisconsin's probably more of the same power run, big guys up front. Yeah, they're a power run team, and, and um, they do a lot of different things. I think um, they played Utah State early, you know, and, and um, they they, they, they uh, pro-style type of offense. Um, so I don't think their quarterback's m- much of a runner like uh, – like Utah and Portland State, and so more traditional. Um, we're, we're just going to have to find ways to advance the ball, get first downs, and get points on the board because 13 will not do it. Wisconsin ran for 357 today with a couple of backs each going over 100. One went over 200, but uh, quarterback run is not part of their game plan. Uh, but their so opponent was an average team, right? It was uh, Florida Atlantic. And, and they had a 31-point. They were they didn't even cover the spread, Greg. It was 31-14. to 14 and, uh, 31 was the spread. Able to run the ball a lot today and uh, <laughs> do so successfully. So BYU-Wisconsin is a daytime game next week here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 
And uh, Coach Sataki will uh, have a work uh, a week ahead of you to get ready for it and get these guys ready to roll. And you did find some things you liked tonight. Uh, Ula is one of them, and and uh, ironically, uh, Wisconsin signed him, uh, or at least he committed to them out of high school, right? Mm-hmm. And and um, <clears throat> and the crowd love him. Um, the fans were awesome. The Rock were, were rowdy, and the fans were great. And I just really, really wanted to win this one for them. And so um, we'll go back and try to get this next one. And it'll be the last game before an early bye week, which will come in week five. And so it's at BYU-Wisconsin next week. Uh, BYU fans will see you with Coach Satake uh, Tuesday night at uh, BYU TV. Uh, get your seats for the uh, coaches' show. Monday at 11 a.m. at byucougars.com slash show, And then we'll see you with us uh, for the show at Studio C Tuesday night. So, uh, Coach, have a great week, and we'll see you then. Thank you. All Appreciate right. it. Thank you. That's Coach Kalani Satake. We'll come back and get to Cougar Nation now here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.